0: Welcome to another episode of the John Barker Fitness Podcast. Today's guest is the founder and CEO of Team Flex, who coaches clients worldwide and is certified with over eight years of experience. Today, he gives insight into his own health and fitness transformation and shares extraordinary levels of enthusiasm and motivation to help you reach sustainable goals. Welcome to the show, Ryan Milton. I appreciate you coming on the show and and taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you've got a lot going on, especially getting ready for uh olympia coming up here in the next couple of weeks right
1: yeah man olympia is, it's coming up like it's two weeks now right so yeah getting ready getting ready the booths you know getting set up and everything so it's gonna be good
0: yeah that's awesome I, I, it's exciting to run a booth i i did one i'm still gonna try and make it out there and, and see what you guys got going on because i really like what um you know what you guys represent but we'll get into that so to start out though just want to have you introduce yourself, kind of who you are, what you do, and then we can jump into a little more uh, pointed questions.
1: Right on, man. Yeah. So name is Ryan Milton. Uh, you know, CEO, founder of Team Flex. Um, I have some other businesses as well, but Team Flex is basically online training where we do everything, you know, from lifestyle type clients with normal kind of everyday goals, weight loss, muscle building, stuff like that, to also competitors uh, train some. Hollywood actors and musicians and, you know, stuff like that, too. So we kind of train a little bit of everybody and we do it online via, uh, via our mobile coaching app. And so basically you can get, you know, the workouts you want, the nutrition you need, everything kind of that you could get in the gym with a trainer uh, worldwide. And so that's kind of what Team Flex is. It's what I do day in, day out and manage team of coaches, um, apparel, you know, booth representatives, all kinds of stuff. And we're basically just all over the place. It's a lot of fun.
0: Nice. And you you said global, so you do all over the world.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got uh, clients in many different countries. Uh, I train people in Canada, the UK, Australia. You know, kind of all over. Because when you're online, like I am, and you know, you're able to deliver coaching via an app. Um, really, you're l- limitless to where you can go. Right, anywhere anyone has a smartphone and they can get on an, uh the app interface themselves, then it's good to go. You can get coaching from Team Flex, and that's kind of how it works. So been worldwide now for a few years training people in you know different countries, and it works really well because it's basically the same as if you were just down the street from me and you could do the same quality of training, in other words.
0: Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Online has definitely made the ability to branch out become more available to uh, to people. And I actually went ahead and you, you do something on your site and you can explain it a little better, but I went on and I think it was yesterday, signed up for, you have like a free trial thing or something. You want want to explain that a little bit because I actually signed up for it and the app looks pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. So the free trial is uh, something I offer to anyone that wants to just check the app out basically or get seven days of free coaching. So it's a week long trial. And the reason I mainly have it is, you know, a couple reasons. Right. So like there's people out there that might want a trainer, but you can't per se afford to go get one at the gym or something like that. And you might need some direction. The seven day free trial is great for you because you can come in, try it out. I can set you up with some workouts, some stuff that I would suggest for you. And you can kind of, you know, utilize it in whatever way fits for you. So you could take that and run with it. Or you know maybe you want to get a coaching program. It's a lot more cost effective than getting a trainer in the gym most of the time. And also you know just because of the fact that uh, people don't know what it, online training can really look like yet, right? Like a lot of the online training that's out there is in the infantile state of it, if if that's a good word for it. Um, you know people are still doing the PDF programs and they're doing you know stuff like that. Not that that's bad or anything like that. But the app is way more interactive and a lot of people, when I try to explain it, they just don't understand exactly what I'm saying yet, you know, like I'm not sending you – the PDF meal plan or a PDF workout program you're gonna fill out with a pencil. It's all actually in an app and it's all actually built for you. So the reason that we do the seven day trial is so that people are able to check that out, kind of see what that looks like. Hopefully get some value from it. Either way, whether or not you end up purchasing a program or not, you're still gonna get value out of it, and I can, you know, hopefully give you something out of it. Whether you're experienced or you're just a beginner, that's gonna help you, you know, take your goals to the next level.
0: I like that a lot, and I, I'm just going to throw this out there that I'll, I'll put it in the show notes as well—a a link to that to be able to have people sign up for that trial because I really like how it's laid out here. And you know, this won't be the focus of what we're going to go into, but um, you know, it co- goes over plans. Uh, tr- it ties into MyFitnessPal and Fitbit, so it can pull information from other places that people might already use. So. I won't focus too much on that because I want to get
1: really more into the the meat of what we're gonna talk about. But yeah, perfect. We'll do that, man. I appreciate it, and I'll get you set up with some workouts here too. Maybe we'll start on Monday. Check it out, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, Team Flex, where where did you get the name from? What's what's the story behind that? Yeah, Team Flex. Okay, so actually, it's not the first name for this company. Uh, the first name for this company, when I first started it years and years ago, uh, like four or five years ago, it was called Flex Active Training. And so that was like in the initial phase of me building it, kind of figuring out the online training game, going from being a trainer in the gym to figuring out how I'd map that online and still give people results. You know, um, basically that all stemmed from the fact that I want to help more people than I could in a gym at a day job. You know what I mean? So I want to get online and be able to deliver it. And so anyway, the first name was flex active. Then it became functional flex. And that was kind of the, when I came out of the, you know, the woodworks with it and really released it, it became functional flex. And so as time went on, um, I decided to change that name to the team FFLEX, uh, team flex, which is basically functional flex abbreviated right with the team in front of it. And so, It's kind of the same name, but it's also not – the whole purpose behind the name Functional Flex Fitness was the idea that, to me, the word functional – It uh, it means to serve a purpose, right? So functional can mean anything depending on where you hear it or who's talking about it. A lot of people talk about functional training and stuff like that. To me, functional is to serve a purpose, okay? And then flex uh, is kind of like you know the ability to have confidence and you know show off your whatever you've done, the achievements, the transformations, you know the ability, the kind of the external environment or whatever you're trying to do that can be physical that can be mental and then you know fitness obviously ropes it into whatever your goal is so for me the initial name functional flex fitness was what came out and that was basically that your training should have a purpose it should suit to build the lifestyle that you want and you know whatever goals you got you're going to get them done and that's kind of why i roped it in it became team flex over time as we went on simply because you know functional flex fitness is a very mouthful name and (laughs) with that, you know, it's a lot to put out there and it's a lot of things. And then over time, everything kind of developed into this team environment, right? Like all the clients and all the athletes that I work with, um, were very active on social media and stuff like that. A lot of them have their own little groups they're part of for accountability and stuff. And so it really became this team environment where, okay, it's, it doesn't matter if people are competing or if they're just, you know, lifestyle type clients trying to lose weight or build muscle, like all these people share one thing in common and that is to grow, that is to become better. And, and then I was like, okay, this is a team now. This isn't just, you know, everybody's out here doing one one for themselves. They're all trying to help each other get there faster. And so then I kind of just abbreviated it to Team Flex and that's what's taken off since and I'll probably keep that for a while. Hopefully not change it again. Well that's it's a really awesome name. I, I like
0: it because it's catchy and at first I thought, well, maybe the the second F in there is just to kind of add a little bit of flair to it. But there's actually a story behind it which is really cool. And I what I kind of pulled out from that is that what it captures is essentially the community aspect of doing things that are with purpose, not simply because it's what the world expects people to do in fitness and then having basically the the confidence and the courage to show people with the, the end goal of helping them do something with their lives in turn.
1: That's exactly what it is, man. And like, you know, that's my philosophy for fitness. Uh, that's what I've always believed in practice for myself. And that's what I want to carry on. And, You know, the name, um, I put team in the name because I want people to know right away, you know, face value, even if you are one of the types to judge a book by the cover and you don't know anything else, at least you can see there's that bit, right? You know, there's that bit and uh, it makes sense to the community that Team Flex really is.
0: That's awesome. So I, I really want to
1: go a little bit back then, right?
0: Because this is its great how you've gotten here and you've got this group and this message that you're putting out. I want to take a step back and ask a little bit about how you got there. So uh, you mentioned briefly to me before that you have kind of your own story, right? So yeah. could you go into maybe where you where you were previously and kind of how you then got through certain struggles to then become who you are today in terms of your own personal fitness?
1: Yeah, for sure. So my journey, I started off actually obese, which everybody, when I tell them that they're like, what, you know, people can't see it now. How does a guy that has a team and all these people that are getting great results and whatever start out like that? But that's how I started. Right. So I was a kid in high school that, uh, you know, played a lot of video games, ate a lot of junk food and did not exercise. Didn't even know what it is. Right. Didn't know anything about weight training, whatever, didn't practice it. And so with that, I ended up, you know, getting to be like 290 pounds as a like a 15, 16 year old kid, and uh, I was obese for sure. Like by all standards, got my body fat tested. I was near 40% body fat, and so, you know, I was up there for sure. Uh, it Took that action into my life at that point. Once I figured all that out. And like, you know, I was going through PE is really what did it. I was going through PE weight training I took in high school. And uh, as I'm getting there, you know, you do your initial measurements, basically. I don't know how they do it these days, but that's what you did back then. Like you'd start out, they test your body fat. They'd see, you know, kind of where you're at. And then the goal was to go through the program of, you know, PE and improve, obviously. And so with that, I was going through, you know, watching all these other kids go through. And then I get myself tested and I was like far, far above and beyond. And that's when it was kind of the wake up call to me like, okay, something's a little different here, man. Like you might not have noticed before, but here you are now. And um, I think that's what happens to a lot of people to kind of branch off that for two seconds. Like a lot of people don't really realize where they're at with their fitness and you know, what level they should be taking control of it until it pops up randomly. Right. And it can seem like an overnight thing, which is kind of crazy. And also why I think people think they can get results to fix it overnight too. But anyway, back to the story. Um, you know, I figured out, okay, I got to take action on this. And when I started, I was starting from ground zero. Like, I've started off worse than I've ever encountered in any clients I've ever trained or coached. Uh, like, I started in my parents' garage on a treadmill that was all dusty and covered in stuff and whatever. And I, I dusted it off and it was like, I got to get in shape. I got to do something. I don't know what to do yet because I didn't know anything about training or nutrition at this point. I just knew that I had to take action. And so, with that, Uh, I got on the treadmill and did my best to do what I call, you know, a walk now, but it was a run back then and it took everything I had in me and I lasted, you know, three, four minutes on the treadmill and that was it. And so I was literally done. My knees were burning my, you know, my lungs. I was huffing and puffing. I was literally felt like I was dying at that point. And I then knew that that was not something that was acceptable, right? Like that was not the standard that I held for my health. That was not what was going to propel me through life being a teenager, being like that. And so I took action on it, make a long story short, learned how to you know, eat better, learned how to take control of you know, figuring out how many times I need to be lifting weights a week, what should I be doing, all that kind of stuff organically, just absorbed like a sponge and took what I liked and kind of discarded the rest. And then uh, within about six months, I lost 90 pounds, which is kind of crazy. It was like a super transformation because I really... Didn't do anything crazy, and this is what I always tell people, right? It's like a simple shift in any direction can dictate such a huge result. That goes both ways. Like if you're not where you want to be with your goals yet, and you, you might be a simple shift away from getting there. And the same goes for, you know, getting off course with your goals and things like that. A simple shift can take you the wrong way too. And so in reality, I lost, you know, 90 pounds in that short amount of time, six months. And then I was on a whole new lifestyle and it was a whole different kick. And I loved what I had learned through the process. So, you know, it takes discipline, it takes, you know, educating yourself, it takes trying to look at yourself every day and be better. And it takes, you know, that whole thing to actually achieve any goal realistically, right? And so... With that I decided okay I want to become a trainer and I want to get out here and I want to help people but at the time you know I was not really able to do so so I had to start at a gym uh, working front desk and I started studying to become a trainer and so I would work all day at the front desk of a gym take the time off to become a trainer t- train myself continue to expand continue to grow continue to go that and eventually you know I climbed to the top of several gyms I was working at where I was a fitness director uh, training you know trainers basically on how to train and all that kind of stuff, working with tons of clients. And that's when I took it online, uh, you know, to make a, make a five year story, a lot shorter. Like I took it online from the time where I was working in gyms with clients day in, day out, you know, everybody's getting great results, but I just want to give back more. I wanted to find an ability to give people results worldwide. And so I knew, okay, I'm in a town where I can work at one gym. I can see, you know, Clients all day. I can train teams, which is great because you can train, you know, like 20, 30 people at once. I can train one on one. I can do all this. Either way, like at the end of the day, I'm not helping as many people as I want to help. And so, how do I do that? You know, it came to me that the thing that made the most sense was to get online, to figure out how I could deliver similar results, help people, you know, go about their journeys and get online with it. And that's kind of what I ended up doing, you know, with the app and everything else. And so, since that time, I've only been online. Ever since I fully went online, Uh, I've stayed and that's kind of what the journey was that took me there. It's kind of crazy to think that it all started with me on a treadmill for four minutes, but you know, everything here is now. And that's kind of an important thing. Everybody needs to, I think, you know, realize with any of their goals is a simple shift like that can create a whole different environment, right? Like for me to decide one day that, okay, I'm out of shape, I'm overweight, I want to lose weight. actually transformed into me becoming a trainer, becoming a coach and helping literally thousands of people now over the years. And so, the impact that anybody can have. Your goal is not for yourself, right? Your goal. A lot of times we can get in our head. Like I could have thought, okay, I just want to lose the weight for myself, so maybe I won't get on the treadmill today because I'm tired or whatever. I don't want to do the hard work. But in reality, that would have, you know, changed the course of what I could have done for everyone else too. And that's the important thing to remember. Your goals are for you, but they're also for the world around you too.
0: That's really powerful, and I'm glad. I'm really glad that you went to that level uh, of answering that question because we had talked previously, and I was gonna try to make you bring this up, but you actually just, you know, brought it out as part of the story yourself. But it was basically saying that anytime that you're becoming less than your best self, you're basically taking away from what you're able to give back to the world. So those goals that you have, right, you know, maybe someone's overweight, or maybe they, you know, are struggling with some sort of a, you know, eating disorder or something that they want to reach a goal to become the better person of themselves. It starts with that thought. And it starts with the first action, the first step, and you might not know everything to do, but taking that first step is really going to help kind of launch us into what we can become. And I think that's important for the audience to know that you didn't just start, you know, where you're at. People who are on the stage, they don't start like that. People on the football field or wherever, they don't just start like that. They start from the beginning. So I think that your story is absolutely relatable to any, any phase of someone's life.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because it's really, Even if we're just talking about fitness, it's so relevant to that, but it's actually relevant to every goal, right? Like anything that you want to do in your life, you just got to get started. You're not going to know all the answers. You're not going to know where to go. You're not going to know the best way to do it. But if you don't start on the path, we can guarantee one thing is that you'll never get there, right? So starting on the path and doing what you can to – Whatever you can do today, right? Like I tell this to anybody, even now, anyone listening to your podcast right now that hears us talking about this, if they got something they're not taking action on that they want to do, they should literally do it right now as they listen to us, right? Like if you're out of shape and you want to get in shape, start doing some push-ups while me and John are talking to you. That's what you should be doing right now.
0: Yeah, that's that's really funny that you mentioned that because I I literally sometimes will just listen to podcasts or whatever it is, like while I'm on the treadmill, at the gym or while I'm on the stairs, because if it's something that I just I know that I have to do because it's what I want to become better at yeah. and, you know, you, you find the ways that will help you get through it. Like with eating, for example, it's like, you know, I have to eat certain types of foods or certain uh, macronutrients to be able to reach my goals. But, you know, I, I don't want to just have boring things all the time. So I teach myself how to cook. I make it possible, I, basically empowering myself to make those decisions. So the next thing I wanted to kind of touch on is, is kind of more into where, you know, you talked about Team Flex, have, having everything with a purpose, right? Um, mm-hmm. Making it a community-based team. How important is it that someone can define for themselves what their own purpose is for achieving their goals?
1: Yeah. So it is the number one thing, honestly, like if you don't know what you're set out to do, you're going to bring less than your best to it. You know what I'm saying? So like in reality, if you don't have a very specific thing you're trying to do, then you're never going to get it done at the level that it could have been done. Right. So, you know, a lot of people do this kind of thing where, uh, let's say someone wants to lose weight or they want to build muscle or whatever. Like, yeah, you can say, okay, my goal is to lose weight. So if you're 30 pounds overweight and you say my goal is to lose weight and you lose one pound, technically because you framed it in your head in a way that's not very specific, if you lose one pound, you've achieved that goal. And so that dramatically will change the result that you'll be able to do versus telling yourself, okay, being realistic, I got, and here's a specific number for whatever I'm trying to do. And the truth is about the numbers is they might not be the numbers, right? Like the path is gonna change. The journey will guide you differently And, you know, you might need to reassess or change your mind or whatever comes along the way. But if you don't have something specific, you're never even going to get on the road towards whatever goal. So I, you know, always tell people that you got to be fully invested. You got to know exactly what you want. And then you got to put it in the front of your head all the time so that you never lose track of the vision. Because in reality, right, like we have a subconscious mind always working with our conscious mind. And the subconscious is going to help us get where we want to be faster if we can keep it in the main focus. I think defining defining that goal is is really key so when it comes to
0: working with people because yeah. you know whether whether it's a client or someone who's just in the gym that's you know not working with a coach have you ever had an experience where someone says this is the goal that I want to accomplish but then you kind of have to coach them and say well maybe let's not jump to that yet let's let's reach this midway point and kind of see how you feel about it then cuz maybe you don't want to lose 40 pounds maybe you don't you know kind of help guide them towards a goal that they might feel more okay with
1: Yeah. So I think it goes, uh, both ways. Honestly, um, what I encounter the most is people that don't actually set goals that are big enough for them to get excited and motivated enough to achieve. So, um, I rarely find people that I'm like, okay, let's, let's do a halfway point or something like that. Usually I have to give them something that's over the top, you know what I mean? To get motivated, to get excited, to get in gear for it. Right. And to really like break some habits because like, honestly, that's what we're talking about, right. With coaching. And, uh, even if you're not coaching someone like to, to get a new goal, you have to break your comfort zone, right? No matter what you're trying to do, you have to grow out. If you want Uh, to lose weight, if you want to build muscle, if you want to compete, if you want to make more money, if you want to entrepreneur your own business, get a raise at work, whatever you're trying to do, like you have to break whatever model you're in in order to get to the next level, right? Because you've basically decided wherever you're at, you're not settling for anymore and you want more. And so the only way to get more is to challenge the comfort zone. And so with that comes Uh, a lot of, honestly, people that don't want to do that, right? Like it's not natural necessarily for human beings to do that. Our goal in our primitive brain is still survival. And so we get in the fight or flight mode where, you know, we got to figure out what we're going to do. But the the thing that compels us forward is a motivation to an ideal. And so, you know, we were just talking about making your goals specific. Well, honestly, I think that people should make their goals bigger than they think they should be. Because, you know, there's that old saying like – Shoot for the moon, and even if you miss, you're still going to land in the stars. It's kind of the same thing with most goals. I mean, you got to get, you got to have something that excites you. You know what I mean? Like if I tell somebody, uh, let's, let's just keep using the analogy I used earlier. Someone who's 30 pounds or something overweight, they want to lose 30 pounds. If I tell them they only have to lose five, I could do that, right? Cause we could do five a couple times and you'd be at 30. But if I say you got to do 30, they are probably going to take it more seriously. They're probably going to invest themselves to a level where they say, okay, you know what? Like the habits that I'm building are, uh, you know, they got to change. I got to do something different. The way I've been doing things has to change. It's kind of like the wake up call to doing something different. However, this is totally individual. Like what I'm saying now is pretty individual to every person, right? Because some people will need to do a smaller goal to bound onto the next bigger goal first. They have to kind of see where they're at, see what's in their potential, see what they're able to accomplish, like get a little bit of momentum in other words, if they've never you know, kind of gone on the path to see, okay, now I know what I need to do and where I need to go, and then they'd be ready for the bigger goal. So it kind of depends on each individual um, and realistically, the best answer to that question is you got to make sure you're doing what works for you. So if you have a coach or you don't, make sure that you know what's working for you. If you got a coach that's not working for you, get a different coach. You know, if you're on your own and you're trying to figure it out, if you got a plan that's not serving for you, you know, try a different plan. Never be afraid to. You know, break out of the comfort zone because really that's what we're talking about. A lot of people get comfortable with the way they've done things. And even if it's not yielding a result they want, they'll continue to do it to avoid the conflict of challenging again the comfort zone. So, you know, you got to always adapt. If it's working, I always say keep doing it even if it's at a slow pace, keep going, keep working with it, keep going until you, you know, you run the well out in other words, and then you gotta reassess, try something different. And if it's not working, never be afraid to change it and experiment and see if there's something different that can turn you a different way, right? Because every time we do a new experience, we're getting a new idea. We're getting a new goal. We're getting more information. Like I call it becoming a sponge, basically. You take all the information and you can, and then you figure out throughout your journey what you like best. The parts you know, that I say something today, you're going to like parts of what I say, and you will probably not agree with some of the things I say, and that's fine because it's you and your journey, and you can pull from other people you listen to, you know, other episodes of your podcast here, John, and stuff like that to kind of piece together what's going to work for you and build your own success formula.
0: I just love how you're very consistent with that message and how everybody is unique because even on some of the posts, whether it's like your Facebook group or on Instagram, uh, you, you're very consistent with that. When it comes to competing, you talk about how your stage weight isn't relevant that. It's all dependent on you as an individual. You, you always talk about how that you aren't the same as anyone else and that things should be customized to you, whether that's nutrition or training. So I guess that would make sense with goals too. Just you not not all the goals are going to be the same for every person. Um, but then at the same time, I guess I hadn't really thought of it that way of you know shoot for the moon, right? Because sometimes people set goals that may seem kind of unrealistic, but I think in setting those it helps like you said kind of launch them into making changes. Because that's one of the biggest messages that I try to portray uh, through these podcasts or the content that I put out is that is that it's about lifestyle. It's about changing habits right habits help over the long term and that's another thing that you mentioned that you can echo if you want is basically keeping people on you know more of natural approaches not using you know performance enhancing items that you know take away from the body's natural function that you really focus on the people and their growth and not trying to take any shortcuts
1: yeah 100 percent i mean so you know, as a coach, uh, I coach bodybuilders and stuff. So automatically people would assume, okay, steroids, performance enhancing drugs, etc. Right. Like a lot of people use that stuff. A lot of people don't, whatever. I don't coach that way. I've never coached that way because I believe in the longevity, right? I believe in the longevity of the person, the athlete, whatever. Uh, I'm not even big on supplements in general. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of supplements out there, but I always say that People need to figure out the foundation, the building blocks first before they're going to go to the supplement. You know, there's a lot of ideas that, you know, you can – you can buy a fat burner or something like that. And you're going to get the results you want overnight. Just taking that, not actually changing your nutrition and not going to the gym. Well, you know, you can take the fat burner, but you got to have the other two things first to make sure that you're going to be, you know, actually getting yourself on a path. that's that's for lifelong. It's your overall health, right? Like we all know that the practices can't be shortcut that we got to focus on the nutrition and we got to focus on the training and we got to get those down and anything else is extra. But you know, like as far as performance enhancing, drugs and stuff, go never, not, you know, not something anybody needs to do because honestly, the side effects are always going to dramatically outweigh the benefits. And, you know, there's no reason to do it. If you can figure out how to build a lifestyle, if you can figure out how to build longevity, um, you know, for competitors, this is huge because a lot of competitors, you know, they get into things where they think they should be doing X, Y, and Z taking X, Y, and Z to compete at their best. And in reality, okay, your your time competing in your life, you don't know what it is. It could be one show. It could be, you know, a couple of years. It could be 10, whatever. What about the other 70, 80? What about all the other things, right? Well, are you going to suffer the consequences of the stuff that you do now for the rest of your life? Or are you going to build a lifestyle that's going to last for the rest of your life? And, you know, even branching off the topic of that kind of stuff, that's for anything you do in the fitness industry. A lot of people could crash diet. A lot of people could way overdo the gym, right? You could, you could do too much cardio. You could do too much X, Y, and Z. And yeah, you can do anything for a short amount of time, right? You can literally do anything for a short amount of time. The human brain will power you through it, but eventually your body and everything else will feel the repercussion of it. And that usually does not go away for a very long time, right? So you can have short-term benefit and not long-term happiness, or you can have all both a happy short-term benefit and a long-term happy benefit, right? And so that's kind of the thing that I build into people in the coaching. And a lot of that is the mindset. A lot of that is everything else, too. I mean, it's always about sustainability. It's about learning. And this is the cool thing about the online training for me and kind of why I don't actually train in a gym anymore. I mentioned that earlier. Like, I haven't seen a client in the gym in three years, uh, you know, at least. And that's because uh, I simply learned that. When I'm not there to hold someone's hand through their stuff, they have to do it even better themselves, right? And so like as I train people worldwide, I can send you hey, – here's your macros. Here's your training. You are the person that wakes yourself up, uh, up every day to go do it. You are the person that takes yourself through every rep, every set and make sure that you're keeping on it. You are the person that eats your macros. You are the person – you know, whatever. And you can say whatever you want, obviously. You can do whatever you want. I'm not there. But – in reality you are facing yourself in the greatest degree where you get the most personal development out of it at the same time. And so I think that's the that's such a big, you know, benefit of the online training and stuff like that is because it makes you get into a mode where okay, you have to realize that this is actually about lifelong personal development. That's what fitness is, right? That's what everything is. And even though we might get away from that in what looks to be on social media and stuff like that, this is personal development. You are getting better. You should be helping other people get better. And collectively, we should all be leveling up in whatever our own personal goals are.
0: And I think that's great because when, when you focus on helping others, it gives you a more fulfilling reason other than just improving your own self to actually do the improving on yourself, when you're you're trying to be an example to others and you're trying to teach others and help others, it comes back to sort of that less of an outward motivation that you're seeking, but rather more of like an intrinsic desire to change yourself to be able to change others too. So when we're looking at things like You know, people on Instagram is this huge one that I I throw out all the time. That yeah, it's people are just there, and you see them, and they're like, you don't know their history, you don't know what maybe procedures they've had done on them or or whatever. That how would you, how would you suggest that people can define their own level of success, even seeing those kind of influences out there on social media?
1: Yeah, totally. So this is funny. I just did a podcast on this recently, but (laughs) the uh, success to me, here's success to me, right? And it's Earl Nightingale, who is the father of personal development, put this out like 50, 60 years ago. Success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. And what that means is success is progress. Right? Like a lot of people look at success like there's a deadline. Like, okay, once I hit this amount of weight that I got to lose, or once I get to this stage, or once I build this amount of muscle, or I get, you know, a PR on my deadlift, like those are my markers of success. It's a deadline. It's a hard number. It's a hard answer. But in reality, Success is not the deadline, success is the journey. It's the moment from when you started and you progress through each step and you're going forward and you're trying to get there. Here's the crazy thing about social media, right? Social media, doesn't always show us the journey. Oftentimes it doesn't show the journey at all, right? Like it'll show us what I call the highlight reel. So you're seeing what people want you to see. You're seeing their biggest moments. You're seeing the pinnacle of what they've done, the stuff that, you know, they're not showing you where they started all the time. They're not showing you every struggle they had, every breakdown between, you know, all that. They're showing you like, okay, here's me, here's this, I did this, I did that. They're showing you the highlight reel, the best. And what can happen to a lot of people is they look at that and they don't understand That. They forget that they're not showing that, and so then it makes them feel inadequate in whatever they're doing. And so they falsely look at the deadline of, okay, well that happened for them, they did this, I see it here on Instagram, so until I get that, I haven't accomplished anything, I haven't reached success. Yet as they go to the gym every day, as they show up and you know they're doing their work and they're eating their meals and they're progressively moving forward, they're actually achieving success every day. And here's what I've you know noticed as a coach, is if you look at success as the markers of a deadline, you will never be satisfied with the result ever. You're never going to appreciate the process. You're never going to enjoy the journey, in other words, because the journey realistically never ends, right? So as it, let's take someone that has a weight loss goal. They pick a number. They could make that the deadline. Well, what do you do when you get to the deadline? Now you just sit there and you're like, well, what? Uh, why do I go to the gym now? What do I eat now? What do I do? Well, in reality, what happens is for anyone that's ever done any goal ever, and we all have since the time we were born – you always got the next one after, right? Like to use a, a basic analogy school. You go to school and then you go to high school, then you go to college, then you go to a job, then you continue to level. Like there's stages to every goal, right? You don't go to kindergarten and say, well, when kindergarten's done, I'm done with everything else. But that's what people do with their goals and their fitness. And they look at everyone else like, okay, it's the deadline. And it's not the deadline, it's the journey. And that's what everything is. Success is the progressive realization of any goal you set forth.
0: I was actually kind of hoping that you would go the direction of it being progress because I remember in, speaking of school, elementary school or wherever it was, that there's a, a sign that was up on the wall that's basically said, success is not the destination, it's the journey. And this just perfectly captures that concept. And it, it really is true. It, it takes me back to the first episode that I had with uh, Eliana where she had these certain skills that she was uh, good with, right? But then branched off into then competing in American Ninja Warrior. And then a couple of weeks ago, she competed in, in her first um, show, right? So it's just continually trying to find that next level of pushing yourself, which ultimately makes you a a better person internally, but then also like we've been talking about to be able to help others achieve their own goals. So with all of that being said, if you could have maybe just one message, and I feel like it's kind of merged into all these things, but out of everything that we've talked about today, what would be the one message that you would want to kind of just disseminate to the entire uh, world, whether it's fitness related directly or not, but what would be your singular message?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's basically everything i said, but in a shorter version, your journey is for you and your journey is for everyone around you. And what that means is that, you are constantly an example whether you know it or not. And Like you're an example for yourself every day, right? Like you, every day that you do what you need to do to achieve your goals, to become better, uh, you know about it. And every day you don't, you know about it too. And a lot of people can get hung up and forget that they're not the only ones that matter, right? Because if you're not becoming better for yourself, then you're being less than you could be for everyone around you and the world around you too, right? And if we had a world where everybody understood that and everybody leveled up to their best and we stopped looking at this like it was a singular mission, then in reality, you know, we live in a whole different world overnight because basically everybody would realize, okay, I'm setting these goals for myself, but it's also for everyone else around me too. And when it's for everyone else around you, it compels you to do better. It compels you to go forward and you don't even know the impact that it has in like, you know, the kind of quote unquote butterfly effect where you know you think about me and my journey just kind of like cap it off again started obese couldn't run 4 miles on a treadmill now i've had literally thousands of transformations and you know those people have inspired people and those people inspire people and it goes down and down and down and down the chain until we realize that like a simple shift a simple action forward a simple mo- movement on something you should already be doing that you know inside you you should be doing can change the entire world around you, and that is like totally the pinnacle of reality, right? If you really think about any goal you've ever set, uh, and I hope everybody listening right now does this, think about any goal you've ever set where you achieved something and you were proud of it. I guarantee you, there was people around you that looked up to you and achieved something because you achieved something, right? And it's a progressive realization that no matter what. Success isn't a marker. Success isn't an end game. Success is the journey and the journey shouldn't be just you. It should be everyone around you and you becoming better as you go forward.
0: That's really perfect. I thoroughly enjoyed uh, having this conversation and the amount of excitement and energy that you put out through even just content. It's just, it's amazing and it is inspiring, right? It's One of the things that drove me to want to reach out to you, it's just incredible. Like the content on your Instagram, the message that you put out, it's just so down to earth. And I really feel like if there's anything anybody could do after listening to this, is just try to make one step closer towards being better. Whatever direction that is that they feel like is is just the one step closer to being someone better and being able to help somebody else. So I think this is great and this has been wonderful.
1: Yeah, man. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me on. And, you know, hopefully everybody can get something out of that today because in reality, we're only talking about you doing more and that's it. Do more, get better and keep helping people do the same thing. And if we do that, we're good. We're gold.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like we need a a team world going on here, like team mankind kind of a thing. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly, man.
0: Well, good. Yeah. I appreciate this and uh, best of luck in in everything you do. And and I'll be looking up on that app to see where my the uh trial thing comes out to because I've been looking to get some coaching and I think this is probably a good place to start, so
1: Oh yeah, man. I'm gonna gear you up and you're gonna love every bit of it. You know, we'll have to <laughs> do like a follow up about how sore you get or something, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, for real. Well uh yeah. Thanks, Ryan. Um, The last thing, actually, before we go, is I just want to make sure that everybody can find you uh, wherever you want them to find you, whether that's Instagram, website, um, I can put links in the show notes, but go ahead and just say, you know, where people can find you, uh, the easiest that's, you know, for them to reach out.
1: Yeah, cool. So um, Instagram is my biggest social media. So I'm on there all the time. You can DM me, ask me questions or whatever. I answer questions for everybody, by the way. I'm not like exclusive to people that pay me or something like that. I I help anybody that I can. So you can always shoot me a DM at Team Flex. All my other social medias are at Team Flex too. The best place to get the coaching or the free trial like John's going to be doing here is uh, TeamFlex.com. And the important thing to remember is all those Team Flexes have two Fs. Other than that, that's it.
0: Awesome. All right, great. Thanks, Ryan, and we'll uh, touch base later. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this incredible episode with Ryan Milton, founder and CEO of Team Flex. If you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button and share this episode with your family and friends. Lastly, if you like what you hear, please support this podcast by getting a discount through one of our affiliate links in the show notes or on johnbarkerfitness.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you on the next episode.